So we haven't permanently moved, if you're watching on the video, you can see we're back in the normal podcasting room. Yeah, hopefully no issues this time. We've been having <laughs> gremlin after gremlin. Do you know what it was? Somebody we... did say, there's a big box on the table, you'll know why in a minute. Um, we didn't take gremlin with us to BCB. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a very good point. I never even thought of that. Yeah, so he was like, oh, screw you guys. <laughs> yeah, so he, he jumped in your bag because he felt left out and then fucked us up. Yeah, that was it. So, yeah, if you tried to listen to last week's one, apparently it just re-uploaded the same week, once the week before, even though everything else about it, including thumbnail, title, and everything was right, it was all right on YouTube, just the old uh, other socials. But anyway, it's all fixed now, so if you haven't listened to it, it's all back up and running, and as it should be, and was like a day after it should have been, after we got multiple messages being like, eh. The funny, th- the, the funny thing was, though, it was the amount of people that made it quite far into the podcast before they realised. Yeah. That makes me wonder how fucking boring we are. And we're just like, <laughs> say the same shit over and over again. It took them like 20 minutes to be like, wait a yeah, minute. Wait a minute. We've been I've doing been this wrong. We've been do- we'll just re release some old ones. We'll just start again from the beginning. Remember. I was going to say, by the time, to- what episode are we on now? What's this? Like 83. 83. So if we go back to number one, by <laughs> the time they, the, the they get back to 83, they'll have forgotten again. <laughs> we'll just. We've, we've got unlimited content now. That's it. We're a loophole. Yeah. Matrix. we figured it out. Glitching the Matrix. Yeah. It'll take them years before they clock on. <laughs> right. So there's a big box on the table because uh, this is, it's not your first purchase of motorcycle stuff. No. But it's your first cool one. Yeah. And I thought we'd open it here because I haven't seen them. But these are basically, we've ordered um, combat jeans for riding on your bike. Yeah, a bit but of armor in there. Cool because you can load and deload the knee armor mm-hmm. from the outside yeah. and that when you're out and about is massive yeah. and these and i wore these the other week a black version of them so comfortable mm. so comfortable. yeah they were like elasticated as well aren't they so they've got a bit of a bit of movement yeah it passes the squat test have you noticed that the male squat test and the female squat test are different a female squat test it's is can you see, can you see yeah can you see my <laughs> pants males just cannot squat and it will will Does my crotch explode my yeah <laughs> I've had some crotch explosions in the past. Uh, yeah. You know, when you get like some cheap jeans from someone, you're like, these are brilliant. Oh, yeah. I tried to sit down. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. All right, let's have a look. This is the last bit of motorcycle gear that I need to be technically safe. Yes. Those yours? Those no, are... I think we've got the same size. Oh, yeah, because you've got the same size. Those are the black ones. Oh, hang on. There you got go. black, didn't you? Yeah. Ah, I got green. Yeah. Yes, I remember now. Right, so open these up. So if you don't know about riding things, it's come a long way. So you don't have to wear leathers everywhere anymore because you have these trousers now that are Kevlar lined, which basically means that they're slide resistant. So if you if you do like skid, it it just hits the Kevlar behind the front layer and then just doesn't go through, and your skin is saved. So I don't know how much they'll pick up on the camera because it's all black, but uh, these are very. You have to hold them up here. Oh, look at them! They're nice. That's nice. It's not even that green. It's like no, a, a khaki ca- army brownie kind of green. Smart, but they look actually. cool. And as you can see, if you look on the camera, in the front of the knee, there's like a flap, and you put the armor in there. Whereas in normal jeans, armor you flaps. have to slide it in the flap behind, in on the inside. So then, obviously, stuck in them all day. 
which can on hot days and stuff like that, or if you've just been riding for a long time, like where they, yeah. they, they can hurt your knees, you know. Yeah. Uh, My old work trousers, we always had permanent knee pads in them, and Jesus, on a hot day, you you, oh. you didn't realise how sweaty your kneecaps could get. You get kind of pressure pain too, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it does. It gets yeah, a bit uncomfortable. You see on the camera there, look, you see they're not the normal insides of a trousers. You can see there's like a mesh, and behind that mesh is the yellow. That yellow is the Kevlar. Now, the difference with these is most jeans, they have the Kevlar around the bum, and like the slide points where you'd likely to just slide. So like side of the thigh and the bum. These have Kevlar all the way down to the ankles, which is immense. Like that's that's a crazy amount. Makes them a bit weighty. But look, this is what you need for bike jeans. They're basically, they took like the, the technology for fat people's clothing and just put it into bike jeans. Because look, so they've gone to the American market and gone, how have they got those big old trailer park fellas in jeans? Stretch panel at the back. Yes. There. Uh, just on the waist hem, which I think should be in most stuff because it's super comfy. It ma- yeah, it makes so much sense to have it there. We, there would be no... If, if you put these in builder's jeans, there'd be no more bum cracks on show. Yeah. You'd be able to walk past... Solve solved the, the national yeah. problem. You'd never need to burn bum. another hairy asshole into your brain fog ever again. Uh, and stretch panels down here on the thighs as well, so when you're on the bike, that's what's really nice above the knee there. So what that does is stops it... Um, grinding her knees out. I've genuinely got some jeans that are a very similar style to this from River Island, like a couple of years ago, yeah. with all these like little panels and vents on there. And they, these actually look better than them. Though. They're sick. Well, this is the thing. So you ride these, and then you, you pull up to where you come in in your bike. You're like, yeah, super cool. Then you get off, whip out your knee pads from the front of the knee, and boom, you're in civvies. Yeah. You can just wander around like a normal dude. No, like wearing leathers and <laughs> as you're walking around. <laughs> You got normal boots on that are obviously also armoured up, but look like normal boots. Mm. So you can just like whip off your bike and be like, yeah. The the jeans are these are the last bits I need of armour because I've got my motorcycle boots, got a helmet, got a jacket, got gloves. So obviously this isn't exactly going to deal with all weathers, nah. but in terms of just getting out, regardless of whether I'm a bit cold or a bit wet, like at least now I can get out. And if I fell off, I'm not gonna. I'm Sound not gonna like the lose. Saddest cat in the world. A bit cold, a bit wet. Yeah, I'm and all not... I had in my head was like you know the cat when the ears are down and sad eyes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm. I, you know, I'm sure I'm saying it now. I'm not gonna be super bothered by getting cold and wet. Obviously, you'd prefer to get something that you're gonna be comfortable in. But the main thing is that if I did come off on my bike, I'm not gonna lose lots of skin. Yes. <laughs> Which I prefer. You know, I like my skin always, to be honest. Always the goal. I prefer it on my body, not yeah, on the road. Yeah, always the goal. So because. Um, one of my good friends has actually lent me a bike, which has allowed me to get a little bit more practicing. Because you've I've, only driven on private land. Yes, definitely only driven <laughs> it on private land because it's well, even so. It's it's you know obviously a one two five with L plates on, right? This I would yeah, of course, it's, of course, that's what it is. It's definitely not an MT O seven. Yeah, which is a hell of a bike to lend somebody to practice on. Can we just say that outright? Right, that is that's like. If you, if you were learning to drive and I'd already passed and I lent you a Ford Focus that's like kind of new and nice, mm. maybe not an Focus ST, yeah. but like the Z-Tech. Okay. Yeah, this is a Z-Tech, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, well, In a nice shiny blue with no dents on it. Yeah. Because it is. It's, it's mint, isn't it? The bike. It's lovely. Yeah. It's a beautiful. Other than beautiful the fact it's had zero headlight. Yes. Which I don't, to be fair, I don't think he's ridden it at night for a little while. But because, well, <laughs> we're only just starting to get these early nights now. So yeah. for the last six months or so, it's probably not got a huge amount of use. But Zero headlights, but a, a, a race exhaust on it. Like a GP exhaust. Mm. If you don't know what that means, it basically means where you're, so out of your, Engine comes the headers, which then come down to the exhaust, and where there would like normally be a big cat and then a can on it. This goes 
headers and then they put like a metal tip on the end and call it an exhaust. Yeah. <laughs> That's what. So you start to it's like, it, does it sounds sound like nice, a Harley. It? Yeah, it does sound nice. But uh, yeah, so that's because I've had a bit of a gap between lessons just because I wasn't able to have, because I'm so busy at work at the moment, manage being off and other bits and pieces. I just didn't have any times that fit that I was actually able to get in. I think my next like bike lesson's in like still about a week or two. Yeah. Oh, it's not so far then. No. It's, it's not good having Right time. at the end of this month. It's not good having that gap in between because you just kind of, you'll fluff the first half hour of your lesson, won't you, when you go on? Mm. Do you remember, God, do you remember when you hadn't been, had a driving lesson for ages and you got in and you'd like the previous lesson before you were doing three point turns, reverse parking, you're having chats on driving and you get in and you couldn't stolen it off the driveway. Yeah, (laughs) that's literally what I did though after my, so I, I finished my CVT, then I got in for my next lesson, like not too, like five days later. Got on the bike, stalled it immediately. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I forgot to put the, put, you pull you the clutch down. Just like, you get on and you're like, I'm a biker, helmet's on. You get on and then, then they go, boom, and you're like, crap. No, and all in, that coolness immediately leaves. In my, in my head, I was just like, oh man, what do the controls do again? I've forgotten it all. <laughs> it look, you look down, it just looks like a Star Trek Enterprise to yeah. you. You're like, oh no. It's because it's so alien though, isn't it really? Because like, it's nothing like a car. But also nothing like a push bike. Because yeah, oh, like that, that throws totally you off. Because you're just like on a push bike, obviously. You've got two brakes, that those are your le- those yeah. are your levers. Whereas you've got a brake and then a foot brake. And, and then the, bike, the yeah. other side is a clutch and then a gear. So yeah. like your right side's doing your, your brake and your left side's doing your gear changes. Which then to have your brain operate in a not symmetrical way is yeah. kind of counterintuitive. I always wonder about if mountain bikers try to go and ride, whether they accidentally just press clutches yeah, and brake all the time. Yeah, I, I would imagine that would be a, a, a like thing a bike, they'd have to really yeah, try and like hammer change out. those mechanics. But then mm. again, I don't know, because I've been on a bikes, a mountain bike since, but I did it the other way around, I guess, as so biking more. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But the thing with it is, it's so different to driving a car. It, it's just, it's an utter, just different entity altogether. This is what people who don't ride don't understand is it's not you suddenly when you're on a bike it's not about your destination it is about the journey yeah when you're in a car it's about the destination yes yeah it's so different it's so different yeah 100% it really is the uh, also i had my first experience of feeling a little bit vulnerable on a bike I, th- I can't remember if i told you about it and i was i was traveling somewhere and again being on this bike i was not, I mean, this is genuine. I'm not, not like saying this tongue in cheek. I'm not taking the piss. I'm not going to be speeding around everywhere. I'm oh, yeah, being no, law no, abiding. No. I don't want to attract any attention to me. Because again, not that it matters, because obviously I'm on a, a 125 <laughs> uh, without lights on. To look like an MT07. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had somebody who was like driving up my arse there in a bit of a chavy car. And they well, I can't tell how close they were because I was unsure just based on like. You were Jurassic Parking in the, the mirrors, mirrors, weren't you? Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell, he feels like he was right up my ass. How close and, is the T chav? <laughs> yeah. And, and it feel, I don't know, it, you feel weirdly vulnerable. But no, you? what like, it is, is you're way more aware. Yeah. Because you're in the outside. You're not in a, you're not in a cocoon. Yeah. You're in the outside. So all of a sudden, everything seems. You're more aware of everything around you because it seems more menacing. Yeah. Because oh, imagine it's, it's like it'd be like running across traffic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically it. you've Rather got the same it. amount of protection, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Other than that, you don't run across traffic. Well, yeah. If you imagine if you cross the road in a helmet and leathers every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how it is. And I think everyone, if everybody rode bikes, how much safer uh, would road. people? How the roads would be so much safer? I mean. Like, well, they'd be more aware of bikes. I don't know how safer the road would be because I definitely don't drive safer as a result of riding a motorbike, but I definitely pay more attention to 
motorcyclists on the road and an awareness of like distance but then i still want to run over cyclists i think people i think you you have like a different level of awareness don't you because you have to pay attention to so much more yeah and the fact that like if you move your hips on a bike the bike moves yeah you wiggle around in the car reach over the glove box nothing's happening yeah yeah the whole thing keeps moving forward without any any you know impact from you mm. so with a bike that's why like a little movement you look around you're very aware that all of a sudden you're not looking at the front of the road it's in front of you and, and yeah it's just a whole different thing have you seen that uh, a couple of riders have been killed by these tesla auto drive things oh there's been, a, there's been a few of them now literally rear-ending them and it's, killed on a rear end yeah, yeah. just plowing through yeah, yeah literally just firing straight into them um it's only happened i think it's happened in america a few times it'll be america because they had issues with this as well didn't they with um in america again they were picking up lorries as white lines or something right do you remember so if, no. if a lorry because they have a big white back on them yeah they, they were picking them up as something as part of the road or something right. like that there was like an issue with the software yeah i know that these it's all happened in low light conditions and basically it's picking up the two rear lights mm. as a car in the distance what a dumbass who hasn't who hasn't set this thing for bikes yeah like, so it's got to set it with cyclists got to set it for cars trucks motorbikes like mm. how is it not well, I think as well, if it's like the, the rider isn't in anything highly visible. So if it's low light, they're all in black. So realistically, the only point of reference it's got, because they've, apparently they've removed, there was like, is it radar or sonar that used to be in them, which they've now removed. So it's all just digital. It's all cameras. Yeah. that Look, then It's got to be LiDAR, surely. No, it's not LiDAR. Really? Yeah, no, it's not LiDAR. I thought that was like the most effective thing. Yeah, it is. But they're, apparently they're not doing it for cost-saving measures. Oh, yeah. Cheers, Elon. Yeah, no, but people are dying now. Yeah, Sweet. Yeah, but- so it's all AI-based off cameras. So it just interprets what it sees. And and their, um, their reasoning was humans don't have LiDAR. They have eyes that perceive something and in their brain decides what it is which is effectively what they're trying to do with this but they should be able to do it safer but yeah it's happened like yeah, two or three times now a consciousness brain you know we have a consciousness and a brain we have reasoning and also, we have empathy we have the fact that you know we're, we we care that we're in a vehicle that's moving at speed a computer doesn't it doesn't care if anything lives or dies around it all it knows is make it a and b without uh, error yeah but also, humans fucking kill people all the time on the road by oh, yeah, accident. Of course, like we yeah. do it way. We're like, not loads. perfect. No, so I don't know. It just seems like really strange that that's the case. Um, so I know that one of the things that they were saying because there's, there's no real because the riders aren't doing anything wrong other than maybe they could wear you know not that it's wrong, we are but not they could wearing wear, like, fucking hoodies. You can get stuffed. But they were saying if you do spot a car that's seemingly approaching quite quickly, just change your lane position a little bit. So if it is. Um, AI but picking it up be, it should be able to identify that it's closer you shouldn't be driving a Tesla without your hands on the wheel anyway should you that shouldn't know, be legal I don't know what the rules are I'm not sure well they're clear that's what they're doing they're probably nodding off reading a book whatever the hell they're doing yeah you're meant, you, it's meant to just drive you but you're still meant to be paying attention yeah, right? yeah. so they should legally they're going to get screwed yeah those well, families I would be suing the tits off everybody apparently I don't know if, if this is true as well but the autopilot shuts off like half a second before an impact so that they're not liable brilliant brilliant <laughs> I don't know someone said that, that or it's can't like, be real yeah or it's, yeah it shuts off right before impact so then technically it's not them you had 0.3 of a second to react yeah 
Jesus Christ. Uh, Imagine if they try and push electric cars on any, everybody and at the same time, like, and all bikers have to wear high-vis. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were just, you can, you can take it, you can get, a, you can take it in the shape of a pineapple and you can shove it where the sun don't shine. No lube. Because <laughs> that is not happening. Are there like, um, where you can get like, I don't know, a light on your helmet or something like that? Little... You can get ones where like, so... um, you, you have a light on the back of your helmet that syncs up to your brake light. Yeah. So when you brake, the light comes on the back That's of your helmet. Idea. Yeah, but they look terrible. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, I suppose they're It's like a big quite... blocky thing on the back of your helmet and it fucks up all the aerodynamics of your helmet too. Because yeah, you're putting a wing on the back that shouldn't be there because there's already a wing usually on the back that's necessary. I suppose you'd think that you, some helmets might have that integrated now, but I suppose it's such a such it's a niche weight that thing, there's isn't it? a lot of weight to add. Yeah. And like, how are you gonna? You'd have to still have a unit to sync it up to your bike somehow that emits a signal every time you hit the brake. Mm. So they'd have to sell that. People aren't buy it, mm. and like they go to they spend thousands and thousands setting the aerodynamics of these helmets in wind tunnels and doing everything, and then you're going to whack a giant big great block on the back of it. Yeah, well, you just wasted all your money. Do it with a GoPro, right? Slap a GoPro on the head. Yeah, but you can feel that. Yeah, it makes a difference. Like it, it messes up your helmet. Mm. It's annoying. Really? That's why I got one of those big clippy ones that I can clip on and off, so that when I want to ride, it just the, I can take the GoPro straight off. It's not stuck onto my helmet. Yeah. Yeah. No, sod that. High vis jackets and a big brick on your back with a flashy light. Could you imagine? God, they're trying to take all the fun out of everything. I like Elon, but some of his stuff, like, come on, laziness. Mm. I think it is. It's really hard, isn't it? Because like, wh- you tell me, when... you make a rocket fly up and land on its own, but they can't detect a motorbike on a road. It does seem crazy, and obviously, they drive past motorcyclists. Fuck, that probably happens hundreds, thousands times a day. But then it's only got to fuck up like once or twice, which it, it has. I'm sure it's, there was like two or three deaths that have happened over the last like few months with it. That's not good. No, no, and it is crazy that they've because before there was this, it was was it radar or lidar? There was something in there. I don't think it was lidar because I know other companies are using that. Yeah. But it was something that's a bit older, so maybe it was radar. Um, which then they that was like the first. Uh, what would you call it? Like that's the first Iteration. line of action. Oh, and right, then, yeah. But it also had AI as well. Yeah. And then now AI has improved enough, so they were like, right, we can remove this and just let it rely on that. Mm. So there's no physical thing because obviously with with radar it's literally like picking up everything that's out there it's like putting feelers out in the road it literally knows the shape of everything that's in yeah. front of Did you. Yeah, you use lidar on your iPhone? No, I don't have an iPhone. Oh yeah, of course you don't. Yeah. Look at that thing ticking away there like some kind of time bomb of androidness. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you look at lidar on your phone, you literally uh it will scan an entire room and it picks up every little tiny detail. Yeah, like, Lidar's like amazing. It's really impressive. I think the solution here is V6 and V8 engines instead of electric. Mm-hmm. Because everyone hears those fucking things coming, regardless. Yeah. So bikes Normally like, everyone has a heart attack when they drive past. Yeah, people are definitely moving. Nobody's hitting with the big V8 coming up your ass. You hear that bad boy coming, you move aside. Yeah. Instead of just, instead of death, yeah. you up move. Yeah. There we go. There we go, Elon. That's it. Sorry, Elon. Your time is up. It's been good. Carry on with the rockets. Like, yeah. I kind of want to go to Mars. Yeah. yeah. Carry on with all that. But get those 
biscuit tin, ugly ass, freaking Toyota Corolla looking pieces of cack off the road. No, and also the people who drive in them going around sniffing their own farts and thinking they're hoity-toity. Because that is all they do. Let's be honest with you. It's a freaking status symbol, isn't it? Most of the people in these things don't understand it. They buy them thinking they'll do 300 miles, get them, realize they only do 180. Do you know they only charge 30, 30 miles an hour is what the, char- the high-speed charge points at homes do? So you want to charge that thing up? Yeah. It only does 30 miles an hour, so you would have to wait like at least six hours to charge that bitch up every single time regardless. It's only at the super-duper points where where there's never one free because there's only six and there's always six Teslas plugged into them that do it in like an hour. And you've got to drive to those and then drive back. So by the time you drove back from the one you've probably found somewhere, you've probably lost 20% of your bloody battery. Yeah, it's just, you know, in theory, it's a great idea, but it's just not there yet, is it? But I suppose they've got to keep working on it. But as well, we've got this carbon offset. The whole point of electric cars, isn't it, is to, we're going to save the planet. Mm -hmm. But to build these things, everyone's like, yeah, when you run it, it doesn't do this. Well, we've got electricity prices are going up through the arse. So I wonder how much that's going to change, how much it costs you to run those things. Because you're now triple what it will cost before yeah um i wonder if they're going to up the prices at the charge points in the stations as well there's another point yeah probably. so i want that'd be interesting to see and then two uh what was another point for the things oh yeah so when people always like yeah they aren't but there's no emissions from them okay but there's emissions when you build the freaking things and people mm. keep forgetting about this and to build have you seen these big ass four by fours they're all doing no. So you've got electric, fully electric running Mercs and Audis and oh, stuff like yes, that yeah, now. Yeah. Big right. SUVs. Sorry, I thought you were on about a Tesla one. No, no, SUVs. Yeah. So all the tech that's going to go into those, all the build time that goes into those, and they still only do 200 miles. Mm. So they're no better than the other cars in distance-wise, no better battery-wise, still need replacing 100,000 miles, and cost more to build, more of a carbon footprint. By the time they hit, a th- they have to hit 100,000 miles for a decent electric car to offset its own carbon footprint from the build, and at that point they need a new battery. I was seeing um, a few people talking about obviously charging it with solar, and we're actually looking at getting, we're having somebody come to survey the house in a couple of weeks' time about getting some solar panels at ours. And he was saying, like, to be honest, for most houses, you will not be able to fit enough panels on your roof to run your house really? and to charge your car. Said almost everybody. Oh, charge your car as well. Yeah, so if you if you want to if you want to charge your car. You, you have to make the choice of kind of which route you want to go. You can just kind of, because it says, unless you, <laughs> you unless can charge your car and live in darkness. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, you you'd make live... up the energy off, off just the grid as grid. normal. Or you can live in the light and walk. Yeah. But most people think, oh, yeah, that's a perfectly, I've got solar, I'm just going to do that. But yeah, nah. the amount of power that it actually takes this is to what charge. People don't understand. People don't understand, like, why don't we put solar panels in the roofs of cars and run them off that? Because you would not, you'd be able to charge your phone off that, and that'd be about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, the, the amount of salt, like, the panels just, the tech in the panels isn't good enough. No, uh, no. It's, yeah, not for not for charging your car at the moment, for sure. But the, when I was talking to the, the chap about solar, we, I had somebody come over when we first moved in and we really liked the the product. It was actually seemed quite good on paper, but the guy was the most pushy salesperson oh, I've dreadful, ever fucking like been exposed to. I've, I literally, it was hilarious, like how bad he was at pushing and just was not taking hits. I was like, mate, I want it. Shut the fuck up! I'm gonna. I was like, I was gonna buy it, and then he just wouldn't stop. And I was like, was I, just, we did. He's like a robot sales. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I'm not doing it just on principle of how fucking ridiculous you're being. But anyway, this chap we've spoken to, he's like, yeah, don't worry. Like, we just come round, we get a survey, we give you a proposal. We never expect anyone to make a decision because, like, most of these, obviously, you'll get them on some kind of finance agreement or whatever yeah. else. So it's like most of them, you're going to be looking at around about 10 grand, some bit less, some bit more. So I was like, how are we expecting you to make a decision on something like that? 
in a, in an hour or something like that. So <laughs> yeah. We give it you. We let you think about it. Um, but now, apparently, it used to take about fifteen years to pay for the solar. Basically, what you save in your electricity bills takes yeah. fifteen years to be offset from the actual initial expense. And most of them, they have a guaranteed performance for twenty five years. So then, in theory, you'll get like ten years where your electric's free. But he said now, because the price of electric's gone up so much, he said it's only taking like four to six years to actually repay the cost oh, on, on what you're going to save because the the price of installing solar hasn't change much it's gone up a little bit with inflation but nowhere near what the yeah. uh, the price of electric's gone up so now's probably a good time to to consider it at least everyone's going to be on gas bottles solar panels and like little bonfires in the back garden this candles thing, mate <laughs> candle life yeah yeah i generally like um i quite like having a candle in the house and uh <laughs> i quite like a candle no i do i like having a candle and i've got loads that are just like hot like burnt out but like there's still stuff left in them yeah i want to like they look kind of cool melted yeah i, I want to just get like a these candle sets that you can get off amazon and you can like melt down your old wax Oops. just gonna make a whole new candle what yeah what you melt down the old candle yeah and mold a new one yeah you get like wick. candle molds and all kinds yeah and yeah wicks so i don't know seems like a fun hobby how many save people on, do you save know? on gas and electric and lighting <laughs> just wear around the candle have candles and they're just ornaments in the house yeah, to be fair, we've got a few like that. That's it, and they sit there, they be there for they gather dust. Mm, yeah, the ones in our bathroom, like they're purely decorative. They're these like weird, like cool, bubbly shaped things. That, can you actually light them though? Yeah, you can light yeah. them. I just haven't. So I've got some on the fireplace that are in the shape of like a, a, a the skull of a crow. Yeah, and yes, like yeah, a raven yeah. skull one. I'm, I'm never burning that. Yeah, it smells delicious as well. Like it, it's a smelly one. And I've got one's a little owl. Two two raven skulls on an owl, I think, or is it one or the other? Either way, they're never getting burnt. But then also, I've got like the big white ones that go on the deer head. Now in winter, I do burn those mm-hmm. constantly. I have them on a lot. Yeah, have them on a lot. I do like that. Well, I hope it's gonna be cold enough this winter for a fire. It's getting cold now. Fucking hell! Jesus, it dropped. It's yeah. gone no more summer for you. I know it's gone like, from being like a week sweaty, muggy, like yeah, you're melting even in shorts and a t-shirt to then just like cold. Although yeah. the temp, it's not that cold, but because it was so abrupt. Everyone's like, huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I opened the door this morning. It was like crispy, fresh yeah. air. You know, it's like it's, you can tell a whole new front's coming. Yeah. Like that's different air. This yeah. is from another part of the world. Well, they've said that the the because of where the the like the the wind's blowing in a different direction, so we're getting like a colder, cold colder, front. yeah, colder breeze. I don't fucking know how it works, but. I know. Is it we get don't we get the cold front or some shitty sand weather from Egypt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't go to England. Yeah, we're stu- we but, are battered like both sides. We just get like comfed, don't we? Yeah, yeah. In, in the mornings, like not, yeah, maybe too much information, but I sleep naked, and like <laughs> like normally I get out of bed and just just mill around as I'm getting ready and whatever else. Whereas like the last few days, I literally I get up and immediately <laughs> I get a dressing gown on. I'm like, oh, right, dressing gowns. Here's the thing. After about half an hour, do they make you feel a bit like, what's the word? You know, if you get a little bit car sick or a little bit like, ugh, a little bit like, ugh, you feel like, you know, when you sit, you're ill and you've been in bed too long. Yeah. That feeling. After hot, the dressing gown for me has a 20 minute lifespan and then I need to get it off. It's like it holds my body heat in and then it slowly rises until I'm like, ugh, get off. <laughs> I don't think, I've never paid attention to it, to be honest, I don't think, other than when I've been ill, 
I think most of the Pay time. Pay attention to it next time. Spend just, an hour in your dressing gown. By the end of the hour, tell me you don't feel like a slovenly like mess. Yeah. Normally, I literally I'll put it on, go downstairs, sort the dog, make a coffee, um, feed the dog. Once he's fed, then I'll go up for a shower. So yeah, maybe it is about twenty minutes, half an hour. But then like yeah. I'm ready to get, jump in the shower. Anyway. You're ready to get it off. You you sneak into that hour in yeah. your dressing gown, and it's like you've it's like you've stayed in bed too long. Mm. Like you still, it's not good, and and it annoys me because I do love a good dressing gown. You put it on, and you get that like oh dressing gown morning, mm. and then you're up and you're like I'm up. It's cold. I'm in my dressing gown, but you've made it up. And then hour later, you're like oh, I feel like a bum. Could, so, it, could it be that, like, you know, if you've ever had, like, bed sheets that, and it's been really hot for whatever reason, or you've had, if you had, like, random night sweat or something, yeah. and then once you've, like, sweated into the sheets, they've, you've got to wash them. Hoisty. Yeah, you know, for sweating yeah. for whatever reason, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you've got to wash them because they've, like, I don't know, the, the breathability of the, the fabric's just gone. Yeah, I bet that's it. So, so it starts to get all clammed up. Yeah, maybe you need to wash your dressing gown more. Yeah, they definitely don't get washed. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting in the bathroom with steam, They're probably fucking waterproof. The <laughs> like Gore-Tex. Gore like, they're just basically a mat yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, they've got a natural wax finish. <laughs> oh, dressing gowns are pretty grim, actually, when you think about them. You get up after your long stinky night, throw them on, and then you take them off before you get in the shower, and then don't put them back on until you're dirty again the next morning. Yeah, it's a good point, to be fair. Yeah, you, And I think as well, the dressing gown's a thing that you don't, Think to wash as often. No, or I know I don't. I, I probably it's a big ass thing as well to chuck in the wash and yeah. dry. And I don't. It. I don't even want to say how frequently <laughs> I probably wash mine. It's definitely like it's every... got to be like every five months. I was gonna, I was going to say five, maybe, maybe every quarter if I'm lucky. Yeah, definitely. I say that's most people. Yeah. Ugh. Let us know what. How frequently do you wash your dressing? Are you gown? a dressing gowner and do you wash it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Put it in. Put yes. Dressing gowner. Nope. Never wash it. Yeah, so I don't know. Be curious because like, oh. I feel like now I'm thinking about it, it's kind of disgusting. Mm. But do I also discuss, start drinking my own pee? Look at that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Smell, that's what. Like that, that's, what that, that's what that yeasty smell is in the room. Mm. Smell that. Mmm. That's fresh urine. Oh, that is weird. Must be. Yeah. You think I like the taste of my own urine? You know, you've got to do it. The time's getting hard. I'm, I'm, I'm prepping. Prepping yeah. for when the whole world goes under. Mm. There's your little alarm. See, I beat you to it, Android sucker. Yeah, I'm prepping for when, you know, everything goes to shit and water's turned off. I'll be like, no problem. Already drinking my own pee. Yeah. You'd make a good Patches O'Hulahan in Dodgeball. From what? Patches, Patches. Yeah. Is he the guy in the wheelchair? Yeah. yeah Why drink... am I in a wheelchair? Because he drinks his own urine. There's plenty of people who drink their own pee in movies. Yeah, why, but... am I pa- why am I a disabled many... dude? How many people drink their own urine in films? Anything where, well, better call Sol when they're walking through the desert. They oh, start drinking their own pee. Anyone walking in the desert eventually drinks their own pee. Yeah, but they're doing Army it out movies. of desperation. What about, why can't Patches I be one of, does why? it for fun. Like you, you're clearly not desperate right now. You're not walking through a desert. <laughs> Sterile now, like the taste. It's actually um, an electrolyte drink that, um, you know. There's I left... electrolytes in pee. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that is true. I left the lid off it and they went a bit funny, so I scooped it out with a knife and put it in there. I thought, well, that's about right. It looks like a tablet amount. But it seems now like it doesn't want to dissolve anymore. Look at that, it's still on the bottom. Yeah, all the sediments just gone. It's not really doing its thing. But I did want to say, one, try drinking your own pee. Why not? You know, have a go. See see how many... uh, Yeah, or somebody else's. See how many friends and relationships you immediately lose. Yeah. Um, But, or, or... And talk to people... Very with hots of whipping noise. Yes, Get hello. Close to them. Would you like a little bit of my special drink? 
Um, Sounds no. like who's that kid from Malcolm in the Middle? The kid, the kid in the wheelchair. The kid in the wheelchair. Yeah. Why am I stop wheelchairing me? Jesus. And he was just like, what is he called? What was he called? Black kid in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah that's it. Remember. Nailed it. Black kid in the wheelchair. With the braces on. Yeah. No, sorry, that's that's right. sorry, it's racist. Black kid with glasses on in a wheelchair. There we go. So I saved it. Saved, saved it. it. Yeah. He. I actually sounded like him when I, um, I got my rib cracked in fighting. Um, so, yeah, it, when we were doing MMA, my my uh, trainer had come back from Thailand and he wanted to show me what he'd learned ah. in terms of um, his up-close sparring techniques. So he tied us together with um, two jiu-jitsu belts. So I wore one, he wore one, and then we tied them in the middle across. So we couldn't get further than maybe this mm. away from each other. What's that, like 60 centimeters? Yeah. Something like that. So, so you couldn't run away or do anything. You had to just stay in the pocket. And uh, I was, did well for about, you know, a good 11 seconds <laughs> until he rolled under my right hook and just went crack and just uh, just this ripping short uh, right hand into, was it right? Yes, he must have thrown the right. So I would have thrown left hook. Of course, I threw left hook. That was my favorite shot. So, yeah, I'd have been doing like left uppercut, left hook. And he's like gone, blocked the uppercut, swung, he knows what I'm going to do next, rolled right under, crack into the rib. And I'm like, Duh! And I like tucked tucked my little chicken wing in, hmm. covered the rib, and he's like, "You're right." I'm like, "Yeah," you know, it wasn't all right. <laughs> and then for some reason, he stood back up, and immediately I went to left hook him again. Yeah. It's just dumbest thing to do, but yeah. it's like stubbornness of yeah. my brain. And I know if I catch him on left hook, I'm going to hurt you back. Yeah. Obviously, I got nowhere near hurting him back, and he went and straight into the same spot again. Yeah. And then I felt something like all the air and left my soul. My soul followed the air outside, looked down upon me and went, don't you take a knee, bitch. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. I put my hands on my knees and I'm going, <laughs> and then, and then I turned into black kid in a wheelchair with glasses and he went, you're right. I went, I think you cracked my rib. <laughs> and I didn't take a knee. I went oh. and sat down and he had. Cracked my rib right on the end, but it was a floating rib. Yeah. <clears throat> Accurate body he was. Yeah. Rob Sinclair. Fair play. Went on to be um, the lightweight Bama champion. Oh, shit. Yeah. And Fair then play. he... Uh, That's your claim to fame. He cracked my yeah, rib, he did. He did. Yeah. Well, he did more than crack my rib. He beat me up on a weekly basis. <laughs> he was honestly one of the most cerebral fighters. He was so good. Yeah. And then his brother, Mick, was just like a physical talent. Like, that boy was just like a... If you could make a bull terrier into a human, that yeah. was Mick. But Rob would Rob would work you out, and you could see in his eyes when he figured you out as well. You could see the evil mm. moment where he figured you, and he was like, oh, "I got you, bitch!" Yeah. And then you just knew you were getting lit up. Like yeah. after that, he was just going to just he just he would take you to pieces. Whereas Mick would would just pull you to pieces. Yeah, like just either way, you were in bits by the end. And they'd be like picking you up off the floor, going, "Good session, that Lex." And you'd be like, "At what point was the good? <laughs> what did I do? What, that what was did good? I do?" And what would happen was, is I would catch them and get them and stuff. Yeah. But they would never let on. Yeah. So I and that was their that was the thing. Yeah. Like fucking poker face. Whereas with me, I'm <laughs> But yeah, that was that was a good one. I went through stuff. That was a bloody good time that was. Mm. Oh, that was tough when I was going through it. They really put me through those sessions. I'm a pussy now in comparison. I wouldn't I would not like to fight me then now. Yeah. Me then now would kick my ass. Which is not Me then now. Yeah. Me sense? then would now kick my ass. <laughs> He come forward. He take one look at me and go, "You're what are you doing? Are you just lifting weights, bitch?" Slap. Yeah. That's why I'm gonna get back into boxing. 
I want to do MMA again, but I need to get more flexible, dude. Yeah. I'm just going to go in there and something's going to ping and pull. Like, it happened every time I went over to do the fight series in Ireland. Yeah. We, I just Because obviously I was there joining classes, and they'd have me rolling. And I just, by the end of it, something would have pinged. Mm-hmm. It's just no good. Like, you jiu-jitsu, like, yeah. it ripped your hip to bits. Yeah, yeah. You've got to be on it with your, your mobility you, work. You can't is... let the weights dominate. No. No, I think, yeah, realistically, like, the, the strength training side of things, if you actually want to be good, it's... 30% at most. Yeah. And I think that what the worry is, is people think, oh, stop lifting weights, they'll start like losing mass. And if you stop losing weights and start doing MMA, you're going to lose mass because you're burning so many more calories. But if you up your food when you start doing the MMA, honestly, you'll keep so much of your muscle and you'll actually trim up and start to look way better too. Yeah. So it, it, you can do it. Mm. I mean, you can look at the size of Mark bloody Goddard. Yeah. Like he's a ginormous human being yeah. and that dude rolls for fun. Yeah. All you know, yeah, he's a beast. He's a scary guy. He is. I remember when he was saying, when I got that chance to roll with him when I was down there. Yeah. And he just he put himself on like his hands and knees and didn't move, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Because <laughs> he wouldn't move, and I'm like, I can't punch you. I can't do anything. Like, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah. And then I went to grab him and thought and realized, oh, you're made of oak. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a little piece of MDF. It, that's the scary thing, right? yeah. when especially like there's quite a few guys that do it there. When you're rolling with someone who's a you know a, a higher belt, they're very confident. Like some of them, they'll literally just sit down on their bum and they're just there, like wait for you to do it. Yeah, it's so they're, unnerving. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you're just like, I, I, I prefer someone to bull rush me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you're just like, you know, whatever you're doing. You're literally just stepping into a trap. It's like, out before yeah, you even started. Yeah, you're just stepping into a trap, so you're just like, I don't even know what to do. I'd rather you just came at me and made the decision you, for me. You know I just want to react. I don't want to have it. to make a choice. Do you know how you beat me? Don't do anything, because I will come to you. <laughs> like, 100%. Like, if you're going to spar me and you just keep circling, yeah. I'm going to come at you to start the fight. Yeah. Because I want to fight. Yeah. And then, they, then they're like, haha, bink, counter shots. Yeah. So, but I will not stand off and just be like, meh. Like, I remember so many times in sparring, like, screaming at the guy going, like, because they, they'd be, like, well, Carl, especially, little Carl, you bugger, you knew, you used, to, you used to wind me up with it. They just circle, run away, circle, run away, jab, bam, run, circle, run away. And I remember to get to man, I remember in the middle of the day, going, here! And I, like, draw a line with my foot and be like, fucking stay there! Right? And they'd be like, nah, bink! Because <laughs> I just wanted to brawl, you know? Yeah. I just wanted to get stuck in and, like, take my lumps. Yeah. And instead, I was just getting ping, ping, it used to frustrate the hell out of me. Because I never, I rarely ran. Yeah. Rarely ran. But that's because nature of your fight, isn't it? Some people mm-hmm. just like that. Oh, Yeah, I was going to say, some people that, like, they play it as a game, don't they? And but, it, well, those guys don't get CTE. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I and mean, it, I have little floaty things that go across my eye on a summer's day. Yeah. I have a lot of them now. And sometimes, like, they're worse than other days. Sometimes I'll be like, I know I have them in my left eye. Yeah. Like, they're just there. But the other week, one came in my right eye. I was like, where are you from? New floaty bit going across my vision line. And the meeting in the middle. Yeah, I know. But like that serious, that was new. Yeah. And I was like, well, I have been doing a lot of, I do a lot of bashy stuff still. Yeah. You taking any knocks to the head recently? Not that you remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm always, I mean, I throw myself around and it's not always just a knock, is it? It's, it's whipping or violent motions. Yeah. And I'm forever doing like stuff like that. I do. And even when I'm like on the bag sometimes, I'll headbutt it. Yeah. just for no reason sometimes we're like just fighting dirty and I'll be like well let's let's just throw all the rules out the window and yeah. just headbutts just in, in the bag head- yeah other than biting I will put headbutts in and stuff like that and I'm sure that's not good for you but I must have it will have been from doing the fight series and stuff like slowly because I take 
WWE bumps on that. Yeah, yeah, true. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I reckon I'll make it to... I, I genuinely worry about my brain sometimes. Like, the other day I was sat trying to remember something and being like, oh, someone's name or something. And I've literally... The person was somebody I know well and had seen them that day and my brain went, nah. I think, like, I'm really bad with names. and I... I, I, I swear I'm getting worse. Like, I'm not old, but, like, I'm 30. <laughs> and I swear that it, oh, it's getting way harder you, you to remember think you're names. getting worse? Do you think you're picking up on it more? I, or I don't know whether I'm now, I, like, the longer you're alive, the more people you meet, so it's easier to muddle. Oh, that's Do you know true. what I mean? When you're, yeah. you, when you're a kid, you pull the people that you know is relatively small, isn't it? Yeah. But then you've got, like... And there's only four names of kids, and when, usually when you... There's a, a John. <laughs> there's, usually, there's always a John. A Tom. There's always, yeah, there's always a John, a Tom... What's the other one that's always common? John, Tom, and there's usually like a Gareth or an Alex. Oh, yeah, and Alex is a very common one. I know multiple Seans as well. Do you? I don't yeah. think I know Sean. All spelt differently. Sian, Shan, Sean. Yeah, get fuck off with that. Right. <laughs> there's about fucking five like, standards for Sean. You've got two choices. You've got Sean with a W or Sean with a U. And that's it. What about S-E-A-N? No, it's not a word. Your name's C-N. Right? <laughs> Tough. You chose the spelling. Your name's Sien. Live with it. Technically, it was their parents. Well, change it, depot it. Go and spell it properly. <laughs> just, 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 it's not. How are you making a shirt with an S-E? I don't know, mate. I don't know. That's the English language, isn't it? Most of it don't make sense to me. Maybe that's just because I'm dyslexic. Just because you're dyslexia. <laughs> but no, it doesn't. If you actually, like, read no, is, a lot is. of it out, like, like what, so, what's, what's the fucking point in silent through, letters? Through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, they don't make it easy for people that are dyslexic. Say, <laughs> saying that, though, if, yeah, go to Wales. Because yeah. Welsh might make sense to you. It might rearrange it to an actual word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, I'll get that. No problem. You're just evolved to just just decipher Welsh. Yeah, yeah, that's, that must be it. I'll try that. If I'd have went to school in fucking Wales, I'd be in Mensa by now. <laughs> You'd be leading Wales. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, one of the things I wanted to say, actually, because, um, you know, obviously, after the, the tear, all my, my normal routines went kind of yes, tits up. hip tear, for those who don't know. Yeah, I tore my hip flexor. I was out for maybe two, two and a half months, a bit like no training, really. Um, and all of my routines that cycled around training kind of went tits up as well. And I've made some decent progress, but, like, I've been super busy. And I'm, I'm, st- I'm still getting frustrated with myself that I'm just not doing as much as I probably could. And I want to think a little bit about, like, accountability because... Mate, my accountability this week has been minus 10 but when wanna, it comes to training. Oh, yeah, I've, I've got, like, one session in this week. I haven't been. Yeah. Because, I work in a fucking gym, though. <laughs> yeah, well, this is, my, this is my problem. The gym is 20 to 25 minutes away. It's yeah. too far. Yeah. I thought I could do it, but when your day is so slammed and obviously we're still kind of fight this ADHD thing of not having a good balance with time and work, that hour turnaround of my day, losing that hour in travel or whatever, it's, it's too much. Yeah. I need, so I think what I'm going to do is still keep going to foundry, um, like a couple of times a week when my time schedule allows me to go there because I love the place. It's like amped up. It's a good stuff. Then if I can get over to yours. Well, we're going to try and make it a once a week guarantee, aren't we? To try and get over and do legs at yours. Yeah. Then that starts making me go to different places too. So that's going to help me like stay motivated because it's a different environment I'm mm. going to. But then if I just join a crap one, 
that's 10 minutes away, yeah. I have no excuses. Because at the moment, I'm using the excuse of the journey yeah. and the cost. Because V6 twin turbo engine, driving that an hour every single day just to go and train, yeah. it doesn't make economical sense either. No. Like it's just, it just doesn't. You need to get a little banger, right? Because, to- yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I want it, but then where the hell do you keep the thing? Yeah, yeah, true. But, like, that's the thing. So it's 20, it's, it's, tw- it's only 20 minutes away, but it's, like, 12 to 13 miles, which is too far. You need a gym within, like, a five to yeah. six. Really, you need it You need it in a short radius. Yeah, if you, if you I think if you're 15 minutes is a, is probably a top yeah, how long you're going to want to spend travelling. Even though it's only 20 minutes, you're like, well, what legs? That's 20 minutes. But it's it's it's... It's the drive length like, is 20 minutes, but the actual distance you cover is big in that 20 minutes mm-hmm. because it's like a, a, on a motorway through and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So I would rather it be a 20-minute shorter drive, like distance-wise. So it's not so much of a mental thing for me to have to go in the car, do all the fucking driving, roundabout, roundabout, travel like, travel like, turn, roundabout, roundabout. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's the grind. And it's starting to just be too, too much, especially when it's late and I just want to go and get back. It's just not possible. So I am going to go and do like a pay for like a crap gym, something like maybe a, a total bollocks or something or whatever like that. That's cheap, mm-hmm. but removes my excuse factor. Yeah. I've done this before and it worked. And yeah. then what happened is I actually ended up going to the gym I like more yeah. as a result because I get in a better routine. But what it does is stop me skipping those days where the workload gets too much. Yeah, I think that's it. Also, just having options is nice, isn't it? Yeah, because I got the stuff at home, choices. but now I've rearranged the house. I don't have it in the house anymore. Yeah, it's um, and winter's coming. It's not going to be feasible to train at home. No, although that that like shed type building it's full. It oh, is, is it? full. because oh, that could be like the no, coolest I could clear Rocky one side montage of it. I could, style. I could clear one side. It's like out. a. It looks like something out of a horror film because it, it's you know like what? a brick building. I'm making a lie there. Like a hundred percent could make one side of that clear to use. Yeah. I should do. Yeah, because you can just put the stuff that well, you've already got. Here's the other thing I'm going to do. Now, I don't know why I have to do this, but I have to go extreme to get my ass doing shit. Yeah. If you give me mundane day-to-day stuff to do, I will peter off it. Something else will spark my interest and not carry me off and do things. But if you give me something extreme that's a challenge, like that makes me be a bitch if I don't do it, like you're bitching out if you're not doing that. Yeah. Like, a big thing this week of like people just being bitches. Like, stop walking away from stuff. Like you, if I fail something and you're there watching me, yeah. I'm fucking not walking away. I'll stay <laughs> yeah. there till I bleed. Yeah. But if it's just me doing something mundane, yeah. I'm just like, nah. You know, yeah, like almost it's not intense enough to kind arms of, or yeah. back. You know what I mean? It, which I need to be. That needs to be in my already built routine. But to kickstart the day's routine, I need something more extreme. So I'm getting a plunge, a cold plunge. Yeah, I've yeah. seen one online. It's like a portable thing, and it's um, it's like I think it's either seventy or ninety pounds. Yeah. But it's purpose-built to be a cold thing. So you can get some that they call them like a portable bath. Yeah. But that's not the same, I don't think. I think because this thing's lined to keep it cold. Right. Even though it looks like it might be. Because I was like, 90 quid, it's a fold-out fucking, like, it should cost 50. Mm. In my, I'm just being me. I'm just like, I've got to be able to find this 50. Can't. Yeah. Can find similar-looking stuff, but I don't think it's got the same thermoregulation. Have you it. spoke to Sam about it? Yeah, but he's got a barrel. Yeah, no, now, I wondered whether he knew maybe anyone else who might have it because obviously he does a lot of cold water therapy stuff. You can get a barrel, an old whiskey barrel, and you can pick them up, but then you have to get them, you have to get drill them out and put a tap in the bottom and make sure it doesn't leak, and then you've got to deal with it getting mouldy and all this stuff. With this thing, I don't think it's like you're going to be able to dump out the water, you're going to be able to pick it up, clean it, 
put it back, you know. Yeah. I just think it'd be easier. Mm. Yeah. And those barrels are like 200 pounds as well. Yeah, they're not cheap. I've seen that um, people using, they're basically the troughs for cattle. Yeah. Of like varying yeah. different sizes. And they're really cheap and they come in all different sizes and they're quite lightweight. You can pick them up and move them. You can't, you oh, can't fold them away. Idea. But yeah, they do them in a lot of like agricultural places. There's a few um, around by me and they've just got them, big tin baths. Hmm. So you'd need something quite big to get them home. But Oh, I've looked into that. I did yeah. see those, but I think I was looking at them as a cold plunge so people were like, you rip off pricing for them. I did, when I looked, they, w- they were quite affordable. I think they were still probably around the £100 mark, but they vary depending on how big you wanted to go because obviously if you want to be able to like fully lie down in like a legit yeah. bath, then they were like £200. But... A little bit smaller was like one fifty. Bit smaller was like one twenty. Bit smaller yeah. was like hundred. So you, if you want to just like tuck your knees up and just dump, then I don't know. Yeah, might be worth looking at. Either way, I think it's like my thing in the morning. Get up, just straight in there. Dressing gown on, wax coated. So it doesn't matter if it's yeah. raining. Yeah. Outside, but it has a cover on it as well. And apparently, what it'll do is it'll regulate. It keeps it pretty much at like three degrees ish it can keep it at if there's not too much surrounding temperature for quite a number of days so you don't need to re-ice it over and over and over you get it set and then it kind of hold regulates that temperature quite well but you only need it at like what 10 degrees anyway don't you or something it doesn't need to be like no it doesn't have to be zero you know it doesn't need to have ice on top of it it's cool if it does but yeah it's way cooler but um what i'll get is i'll get like a piece of perspex yeah and just I have it on the top. Breaks. I'll them. scratch it up a bit so yeah. it looks a bit icy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be like, put oh. shattered glass in there. <laughs> no, no, it'll just, oh, yeah, this no, is just yeah. ice. <laughs> As you're just bleeding yeah. away in slowly. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. If, if I had that to do every morning, yeah. like get up, and that's what I have to get up and go and do. One, there's no getting around that. Mm. There's no getting around it. We're going to do a cold plunge in the sea with Sam when we go away. Yeah. Oh, we're going away. We haven't told him. Oh, we? God, yeah. How long uh, have we gone? We've got 10 minutes. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, accountability thing. Yes, I yeah. think sometimes you need to do something extreme to kickstart the accountability. So mine is going to be, listen, not everything's free. Sometimes you've got to do some shit. Like yeah. I've got to put, I'm going to have to go. I'm, I'm blessed in the fact that people allow me to train in places where, you know, I don't have to have an ongoing membership. They just, you know, because of the job and things like that, I get offered to go and train places. So I'm very lucky like that. I know a lot of people don't have that. So, you know, got... I'm lucky that I'm able to have a little bit of a spare to go and pay for something crap that I wouldn't otherwise pay for. I'd happily more pay for like your place or Foundry or something like that because that is worth its money. Yeah. And if I if I had money going into those, I think I would probably be more inclined to I'll set you up just, on membership if you want. No, do you know what I mean? <laughs> to to stick to that tra- travel or yeah, to, of course. but also maybe to change altogether because I got travel on top of the membership. Yeah. So I don't want to lose that. Um, so I think going to I, I literally I'll pick somewhere cheap and crap. Mm. But if it's got dumbbells, it means I'm gonna do something. Yeah, of course. And it, I mean the places I'm looking at are turd. Like it's like hotel gym turd. Nice. Yeah, because it's Shrewsbury. I mean they don't have good places. Yeah. You know, unless you no, know, they just don't. So um, yeah. You, if this is something you need to do, like if you love one gym, then maybe don't do cancel a Disney or cancel Netflix and, you know, find it by other means and put that extra fifteen pounds a month into something that's gonna benefit you rather than make you be lazy. Yeah. Like make the compromise, cut back. Because like, we all want to take just we all want to sit on the sofa. We all want to watch the latest release on Netflix or something like that and take that comfort road. 
because of that. But you know, sometimes we need to cut that shit out and, and replace it with something better. Put that put that money, put your time into something better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I, def- I definitely agree. I think a lot of people do. Uh, that you know they go to because obviously I've got an independent gym, so we are more expensive than like a pure gym or something. Yeah. Like that. I don't really know what they charge now. Around up. about around about twenty up. quid. I think they've gone like up that. though. And yeah. so, you know, ours is thirty five ninety nine. So it's, Yours is so good, it's nearly double what you might be paying at some budget gyms. But then most people, like we've got a load of people that have joined up recently because there's um, a commercial gym that opened not too far away from us. And they, to be fair, it's a, it's a decent gym. Like they've got a good amount of equipment in there. Um, but they're commercial by nature. So they have to have five six seven eight thousand members to pay their overheads because they're yeah and like they operate on the gym being as rammed as possible at all times which means which means you can't get get anything they can't like equipment's just left all over the place until they were like they spent like fucking 10 minutes looking for the other dumbbell like to go with dude the amount of times when i was traveling there to do that yeah and And stuff's always broken because they have a two-week allowance for fixing machines yeah which is retarded yeah exactly it's just and obviously, you know, that's fine. But then if you find yourself waiting around for ages and getting getting disheartened from your training sessions, maybe, I'm not saying it is, but maybe it's that training environment. Maybe yeah. try putting yourself in a different training environment that probably won't have those problems. Yeah. Yeah, it is it's massive. Like, the whole reason why everyone struggled to work out when, during lockdown, even if they got hold of equipment, they still struggled because they were like, this is fucking shit, trying to train in my living room yeah. because the environment's wrong because, yeah. like, that's where you chill out and watch TV. That You know, you know you got to put yourself in the, the right right space physically. Again, same with, like, office spaces. You know, when you go into your office, that's a place of work. When you're trying to work on your kitchen yeah. counter, that's not where you normally work. Hence why I've invested in a new desk, which you guys can't see, but it is a beaut. Mm, it it's is. big, it's L-shaped, and it's extra deep. That's just his penis. Yeah. <laughs> if it was L-shaped, it would be. Sh- it wouldn't go so deep. Like would a boomerang. It? <laughs> you can you can shag round corners. Curve porn. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. It's, it's a, thing. a new thing. Um, what was our point? Uh, what I wanted to say. Yeah, I just, I'm just want. It's a quick thing. I just wanted to put out there. So for my own accountability, because saying stuff out publicly is. Like, well, you look like a dick if you say something and you yeah. don't do it. Yeah. So next week, right, go on. you need to remind me. So no, I had... here's, here's by next week. Let's do things, right? Okay. One, I'm going to buy that plunge ball. Yeah. One of them. Your tin one or that one, I'm going to okay. buy it. And, I will uh, buy and that. you'll have had at least one plunge? If it arrives in time. Okay. Yeah. Unless it's like that desk and takes forever to go. Okay. Um, and, and, mm-hmm. boxing. I will have gone to the boxing club by the time we do the next podcast. Okay. I think that's fair enough. Two things. Okay. Yeah. For me, I had my best streak of training when, well, not just training, but like literally didn't miss a single session for six months, didn't miss my yeah, you sleep were routine. Rock solid. My didn't miss any supplement. And it was all, not, it didn't hinge on this, but I had a whiteboard and it had an entire month of tick boxes for every single day and all the things that I needed to do that day. So if it was a training day, I, I ticked it. This. If there was... Hang on, you know, didn't you have a cross? A cross? Oh, and then yeah, you yeah. X the whole day off, didn't yeah, you? So I had, yeah, so I had small, like each day had a section. So it was like morning supplements, stretching, yeah. meditation, daily steps, listen to a book. If it was a training day or a rest day. Yeah. Um, and that was literally like, oh, that's what yeah. I'd, I'd cross it off. So once you'd got a little bit of a streak going... 
I fucking was at like had a really hard long day, and then I'd be like, "Fuck, I haven't trained today though." So I'd open up the gym after we <laughs> after we closed to get that session in because I didn't want to fucking ruin my yeah. streak. And because it's visual, and it's up on yeah, the wall and because you well. had the whole month there as well, so you, it was actually hardest when you'd start a new right, month so- and you only had a couple of crosses on there. So, yeah. Actually, so, hang on. Is this a, a plain whiteboard you're drawing on yourself? Yes. I think I'm going to do it as a calendar, though. I think I'm just going to get a calendar that's got big enough squares on there okay. that I can X them off myself. Because you, then you write on every day the yeah. little list thing? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So That's a good plan. Yeah. It's, it's, it was like, it took some time to, like, get it all written out. But it was almost, for me, it was just like a grid. So, yeah, I'm, I'm well, going to do that do, again. You could have a key on it. So, rather than having to write... Blah blah blah. You'd have one is you know get up x amount of time. Number two is this. Number three is that. And on mm. each day you can have one, two, four, eight. You know, yeah, just written down on each day of what it is you wanted to do, rather than having to write the whole thing every time. Yeah, I'll figure something out. But yeah, yeah I'm gonna get that routine back, but also make it visible. So in, in my old house, I literally got up out of bed because I'm on the the left hand side of the bed. Got up out of bed, yeah, I'm a left and side, it yeah. is on the wall there. That's yeah. where it was. Oh, like that's good. so. First thing I saw before I went to bed. Last yeah. thing I saw when I yeah. wake up, like it was, it was. I need was, that. There was no missing. If it's it. not in my face. I'm forgetting it. Yeah, that's very true. Um, okay, so that's your thing. Yeah, and it made a huge, huge difference for me. Yeah, so it's going to be a whiteboard or a calendar or something like that because I genuinely had like six months where I did you, not you did miss I a remember. beat on anything, which I don't think I've ever had that level of consistency. I've been really consistent, but like I might miss my supplements one day or I might have to push a training day to another day. Yeah. I didn't even do that. I didn't even reschedule training. I got it in before I went to bed. Like it might have overrun into midnight, but like yeah. I got it in that day. So yeah, that's that's exactly. for me. So cool. next week, if don't we do it. If we don't you get to punch me in the dick. Yeah, you can punch me in the dick too. Yes. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah. And then also, uh we have two minutes to tell you. We have sorted out a lads retreat. Um, and a group of us are going to go away to Wales and have a psychedelic time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because we just, yeah, I think it's going to be a really healing experience. I think it's going to be really cool if I uh, the, the magic's available. Mm. It's getting a bit hard at the moment. Mm. Um, there's lots of things have been downed. Ah. So some of the marketplaces and that are not where they were. Ooh. So it's been a bit of a boom. So I'll try and uh, make sure that's all right. By Biff Pryor, obviously. Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> we'll throw something else. <laughs> yeah. Well. There's always the mushroom option. That's true. Or there's the um, other option of the other thing. Heroin. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if we all OD. <laughs> we No, we're definitely not. We're only, only doing things that are safe. Yeah, do not mess with the stuff that can ruin your life. Yeah. Yeah. Only ever indulging in the non-addictive, life-enhancing pleasures of the world. Yeah. And on that note, I hope you're all having a great Monday, assuming that this is out on a Monday. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> we're, crossed. We're, we're, trying, you. we're trying our bloody best, Grim. You. Yeah. Sod you, Grimmers. You, look, you're with us now. Back on team. Yeah, come on. Come you, on. You, you, team Grimmers. with us here. With us or against us. Make your mind up. <laughs> um, yeah, it will be up. That's it. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. And yeah, um, I think we're back. We hope. <laughs> Leave behind in the week that's gone what was bad, bring forward what was good, and make it a great week. We'll catch you in the next one. Tittle bit, tittle bit. Tittle bit.